0: Hello, welcome to this podcast. My name is Beatrice Mars. I am a singer-songwriter from France. So today, I'm going to do something that I think I've never done before on that uh, on that channel. I'm not too sure anymore. Uh, well, I, I don't actually look at the, uh, my old videos, so I, I, I don't know. But I'm, not, I'm kind of sure, but not too sure. So, I'm coming today to talk to you about a book that I've, I've read, and for the uh, for the fun fact is that uh, and the anecdote maybe, uh, the thing is for the past two years I have to say that the best books I've read I found them, thrifting uh, yeah, it was on in a thrift thrift shop, so. Uh, which means that uh, to me you just say you sh- I'm just saying that uh, some some sometimes You don't need to spend a lot. You just need to look in the right place That's what I can say. So today I'm coming to talk to you about that book called And as usual, I'm recording this podcast. So if you go to my youtube channel, you will be able to see uh, uh, a Picture of that book because right now I'm branding for well. I'm actually uh, I'm actually showing that book so this book is called The Artist's Way and it's written by Ju- Julia Cameron. And um, I think I've actually paid two euros for, for it or something like that. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was two euros. And basically, um, <coughs> Julia Cameron seems to be, uh, or oh, is, sorry, because it's for sure, it's, she's a, a screenwriter. So she's working. Uh, she she is working. I hope she's still working in Hollywood and everything. The book is from uh, nineteen ninety three. So uh, you could say it's a bit dated, but because of what she's talking about, is actually not outdated anymore. It, uh, that's what I can say. So it seems that at the time it was a an, an international book se- uh, books books bestsellers, excuse me, but uh, well, had uh, to wait 2019 to actually uh, find that book to me. And honestly 1993, I wish I had that book in my hand back in the 90s because it would have changed a lot to me because at that time I was still, well, I was like past the, um, my teenage years i was something like for the first time in my life i was like free between quotes knowing that uh, i was away from my family i was living in england so it was uh, it was to me it was a good life because i uh, i managed to break free from uh, my family somehow and I was able to come back to to come back to my favorite hobby, which was at the time making music, and which I was as always be making music. So, uh, the little money I had, I was earning. uh, uh, I actually bought compute a computer. uh, I bought some um, some keyboards and a sound card at the time, and I was everything was running with Windows, which is uh, which is something I'm not prepared to do anymore. That's what I can say. I stick with Apple till the end because the thing is, you don't get uh, in terms of uh, uh, clock timing, you have no problem with Apple's. Most of the time, you have no problem. And at the time when I was doing, I was working on Windows. There was always that problem. So, that's the reason why I actually switched from uh, Windows to Apple. I had enough. So, basically, yeah, I wish I had that that book at the time because it would have changed a lot in my life and I'm very pleased well uh, and the reason why I I, I want to talk about that book is that uh, the artist's way is that I realized that uh, what I was going through at the time back in the 90s what I'm going through right now since 2017 since I decided to do that again even though around 2005 around that time I was doing a little a little bit but basically then I was stressed up I had some personal trouble and I couldn't do anything anymore so I realized that uh, what she's actually writing in that book, either intuitively I've managed to actually incorporate it in the way I'm actually working or I've lived it and I had those feelings and I didn't know, I wasn't sure. And honestly, if I had that book at the time, I think I would have done something different, but I cannot like... Yeah, I cannot uh, live on regrets. The, the most important thing is what you do in now. It's the now, not the past, nor the, nor the future. It's just for now. So, that's that's the reason why I want to talk to to to, to talk about that book. And the subtitle of that book is called "is is written a course in discovering and recovering your creative self." Basically, it's a book. It's a program she she actually put together to allow artists. We that, that are like, who are sorry, uh, going in a time where they can't do anything anymore. The, you know, the drought time, the thing the thing when you can't be creative, you don't know why, it's just nothing is coming is coming your way, so you you don't do anything anymore. So she has written that program and putting in a book, and she's actually doing conference and seminars on that and that thing. So to, to tell you the truth, I don't know if she's still doing it, but if you get the book, I think I definitely, definitely, definitely believe that it will help you. Because as far as I'm concerned, since the um, since the, the, around the end of uh, 2019, I was in a drought and... Uh, and in reading that book, uh, I realized like two weeks ago, well, last week, sorry, not two weeks ago, last week, um, I actually managed to come back to actually try to do something and think, and think more creatively, So, which, which is good. So what she's saying and what I realized and the f- main thing about that book, she's doing, she, the main thing, the most important thing, she's, she's saying, you need to do morning pages. I would, I would assimilate it as a journal. And the thing is, I realized that this is something I was doing every morning in my head. So when I actually wake up, I actually think and like go through the things that are bothering me and what I should do during the day. But I didn't really think think that it was very important, even though I've I've read so many uh, books on self-development and people are saying you need to journal and everything. So I never really... I tried, but I couldn't see the point. And then since I've been reading that book, that book since last week I've decided to journal every day. And it's true that uh, the main point of this thing is that it just like lighten it will lighten your load. So journaling is very important. And you put anything you want. Basically the thing is the thing is, is to empty your head of your your worries so you, you it, it it doesn't it does not block your creativity, that's the main thing. So this is the main, the main important thing that I took from uh, to, I took from that book. So what is what she's talking about? So I'm gonna talk about it roughly. I'm not gonna talk about everything. I've done a little list, so we'll see. I see how it goes. So the main thing is, and. This is something that I realize with age, that the main thing is that you need to discover who you are because you've been brought up in a way, the education system is, is, is made up in such a way that basically in, in a very young age you forget you who you really really are. So it's very important to see who you are and to actually accept who you are with the bad, the good and the ugly, that's what I'm saying in one of my songs uh, the writing on the wall to t- tell you to tell you the tell you the title of a song, and if this is very important and to accept who you are, that's the main thing. After she's talking about criticism and uh, of your heart, I mean, as I was saying in the last podcast, if you're creating from your heart, H E R T, it shouldn't bother you that much if people are. Criticizing your heart, art, because at the end of the day, uh, I think if you know who you are and you know what your you what are your processes and your minuses, you know you know what your heart is worth. You know why you did you did it, and you are more more able to manage the criticism in in the way that you know if people are criticizing because they mean they mean to do you good or they are criticizing you because they just plain jealous and nasty and everything. So it's a very important thing. And next, uh, the next thing which is linked to it is the the, um, the feeling of shame, being ashamed of being different, being ashamed of your heart. Uh, as I said, uh, yeah, basically what she's saying, if you know who you are, then it shouldn't be that problem. And it's true that this is something Basically, what I'm saying, and what what she's saying in the book, and what I'm trying to say with all the points that I actually um, took out of that book, it's not all of them. Here again, is that uh, these are the things that are blocking your 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 creativity. So this is really important to address it and to see to see those points as as they are. Okay. And uh, yeah, and also the, the thing she's talking about buried dreams meaning that uh, and this is what I did at a very very young age okay and this is what I was doing when I was in, in the 90s this is what I was doing in 2005 and this is what I'm not doing anymore because right now yeah I'm talking to you yeah I would teach to do to make music and I wasn't sure because I thought I didn't have the money, I didn't have the connection, I didn't know if I was talented. Because what I did not say, I think I might have done it. I might have said it in one of my whole podcasts, but I'm not too sure about it. But at a very very young age, I wanted to learn the piano. So my mother like uh, uh, actually put me in on in, so registered me registered me for piano lessons. She even bought me a piano. And the thing is, I was in what we call in France a conservatory music school. And uh, the thing, it was only classical music. And I know, I like the idea of playing piano. I found it highly difficult. My my hearing was, well, I couldn't like recognize any, like uh, any, any, um, how do you say that? Any note, I think it is. I can't remember. You know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, if you want what I'm saying. So I... Uh, and like, trying to learn classical music wasn't what... I, in, inside, us. I, I was thinking I was doing the wrong thing. It was difficult, first of all. And I, I, and I, uh, I didn't want to do the right thing. And I'm going to say something that I've never said before to anyone. And, uh, and it came to a point where every year at the end of the music school, there was a little bit of... A, there is a small concert. And I was meant to actually... Um, play that little piece, and I was so petrified, so, so, so scared, and I wasn't basically in the zone, that's what I can say, I did everything not to play in that concert, and I did not play in the concert, in in that concert, and, uh, and I was like, for the music school, people did not understand what I was doing, why I was doing, and now, why I was doing it, what I did, and now, with the time, I realized that, yeah, to, uh, to, 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 I realized that it was just an, the artist fear the the, the the artist care yeah I was I was like maybe 11 12 years old I can't remember that much but I was very pretty young so yes your buried your buried dream if it's something deep inside that inside you that you need to do you need to you need to do it because otherwise it's, as I said before if I if I'm not doing it I know that it's not pointing me living anymore because this is what I want to do this is what I'm meant to be doing this I know deep inside me and then it comes to to the thing I try to be in the flow what she was doing trying to and I think I'm I will come back to it maybe not is that you need to do things to live in an environment to create yourself a place where you can create. Allow yourself to have some time for yourself where you can actually nurture your creativity in order for you to create. And usually when you're blocked is because something in your environment, something in your head which can be the point that I've, I've caught it before, makes you it makes you think that we just block you so you can do anything anymore. And then the, she's, she's talking also about perfectionism to me it's not it's not that uh, important because very much very very much earlier on, on I know that even if I was not good the most important thing to do was to actually do it so Nowadays, as I'm talking, after six albums, I know that those albums have some flaws, but as I said to to you, I'm not into perfectionism, I'm into art ART, and, the, um, the, uh, and uh, this is, it is very important to me that my art does exist, that people can actually listen to it. If they want, they can share it for the good of the, 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 the wrong reason, it doesn't matter anymore. The most important thing is that I had that talent, I was born with it and I'm able to actually say okay I've done something and I can share with every, everyone and maybe some people is gonna, gonna relate and I'm not trying to do something perfect. It's, it becomes perfect when intuitively um, um, I know that that piece, that song that I've, uh, I've worked on, is finished. That's, that's where my perfectionism comes. Otherwise, I'm, I, I do not overdo it because otherwise I wouldn't be able to do it. it, and most importantly, I wouldn't be able to afford it to afford it if I was a perfectionist. That's a so. And then I can't even because I've done a little list, but I can't even read what I've written. And the thing is, she's talking about being of service to others. Yeah, and it's all about, and I'm, I'm actually reading another book called Click from uh, Josie Fraser. And yes, he's saying that uh, the most important thing, and I've read that in so many books, in self, self-development books, is the thing is, the notion of being of service to others. When you actually, when it comes to music and any art in general, You creating it not only for your pleasure but for the pleasures of others and this is something we kind of tend to forget because in this world it's all about the money, the benjamin, the benjamin, the dough that you may cook or may not have well whatever so and then also there's that thing about being a work alcoholic I wouldn't call myself a work alcoholic I've never been a work alcoholic because as I was saying before intuitively I found it uh, I knew that I have some kind of flow that I had to nurture, to work on. And then and I realized that there are times where uh, when it's flowing, you need to do the work. And when it's not flowing, you need to step back. Because maybe you're going through a drought. And then you need to do things differently or do something totally different that will actually um, allow you to actually uh, generate the flow again. And then when I was I was actually say I was uh, I was uh, actually talking about it earlier on yes you need to make a place for yourself it doesn't need to be it has to be someplace it could be a room it could be a part of a room but something an environment where it's all you all the, all the what, what's around if it's a room everything in the room should be you something you like something you like to enjoy seeing something that will stimulate your creativity so I've got that room but as I said before, even when I was like I was living in a room when I was back in England, I was renting a room. Uh, there was a bed, and there was that place where the workstation I had built with my computer, and I was doing my my thing. And basically, it was my place, and no one was actually entering that room. It was just me doing doing the work I wanted to do. And uh, and the thing is, yeah, creativity is imagining things, and. It doesn't so to me it could be art or it could be painting well it's just art in general you know it, to me it's music but for you it could be painting it could be something something else but you need to like imagine things and she was saying I, I can't, I'm not too sure if it's in that book I think it is in that book but bear with me if it's not in that book. If you do read that book and you realize that I was wrong, bear with me. It's because if I'm saying that, it's because I've read it somewhere else if it wasn't in that book. So what she, what? What people tend to think, people talking about self-development and creativity and art in general. Yeah, I've read that book called uh, from a guy called Omran. O M R A A N. And he was it was making that link between spirituality and creativity. And he was saying also that when you're in a young age, basically you are robbed from your creativity. When you're young, you, you yeah. when you're very young, you're very imaginative. That's the reason why you play with toys and you you, 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 you tell stories with your toys and you create stories with your toys because you you got this imaginative brain. And then you grow up you go through the education system and all your parents okay tend to don't tend to not to nurture your your talent which is your creativity at a very young age and you you lose it or you you become dissociated from your creativity and and uh, and the thing is you know you should do it but because people st- people have told you of the society or of the stereotypes of the artist in itself, the broke one which is a hippie, which is like kind of f- mad somehow, is, is stuck in your brain, you actually refrain yourself from uh, uh, from imagining things for for like having fun in your life with your creativity and Well, which is, which is, which is, which is, which comes to a point where unconsciously you hate yourself for not doing what you know that you should be doing. So, so these are the points, and um, I wanted to talk about, uh, and there's one I can't read anymore, so I'm not going to talk about it, but this is very, this is really um, a small, small piece of a book. I would I I would encourage you to actually read that book basically there are weeks I think there are 12 weeks so every week uh, she she gives you she she gives you an assignment so it's really a book for people who who are creative artists and they can't create anymore it it should this book should help you to actually go back to go back to your mojo. if you see one if you understand what I'm saying so um, I have to say uh, I've read it uh, in my own time within a week. I have to say that it helped me even though I read the book without doing, without doing the exercises, but some of the questions she was, she was asking, I managed to actually find the answers. I've managed to realize that basically all along I'm, I'm an artist and I was thinking the right way, but f- for some obscure reasons that are linked to my education, and the people I was around, and the av- environment I was around, Uh, I couldn't actually um, connect really to my art up till 2017, that's all I can say, up to today. So it helped me. I actually uh, hope that it will help you as well and and it, honestly, if you're an artist, I'm not paid to say that, but I think you need to read that book. It's that's the, that's the first time that I read that book and I feel like someone's got the answer. Someone is really helping an artist. So if you uh, if you're, the only reason for you to, to, to be an artist is to make money, maybe that book is not just for you because there are some part of the book which Come, which are close to spirituality, which will uh, not allow you to connect with what she she wants to say. But if you're really a true artist, I think you definitely need that book. That's it. That's all for me for today. I wanted to really share that book because, uh, as you, as you, as you, as you understand, is that uh, I really liked it, and I guess that in the future when uh, things are not going to be. I'm not gonna go too fine for my for in my in my artistic career. Career, I will definitely go back to that book and read it again. Actually, if you read it page to pages without um, doing the exercises, it's actually very fast and easy to read. Then, if you do it weekly in twelve weeks, then you you you. you you should get more out of it than uh, maybe I did but once again the, the only reason why I, I, I read it pages to pages we weren't really doing the exercises except the morning pages is because I realized that I was in the full I was actually into it i was doing the right things so and I was f- thinking the right way And just to me it was just a small small um, Creating some small mistakes and putting me back on the side all again, so I can uh, actually, I can and I can actually uh, start to do some work again. So that's it for me. I hope you 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 enjoyed this um, this podcast. This podcast. I'm gonna say it uh, just to remind you. You can find this uh, the video, this podcast on my YouTube channel called Beatrice Mars, and. Uh, until the next episode, that's all I can say. The next installment, and I have no idea what is it is going to be. Even though just few minutes before recording, I thought, "Well, I might as well do a, a podcast on it." But now I forgot. I'd forgotten the time. You should always write things. I do record on my uh, on my uh, my phone when I've got some uh, melodies coming to my brain. And uh, when I've got some ideas, I usually write it down. But I guess on that one, uh, just a few minutes ago, I didn't do the right thing. So that's the main thing. So thank you very much for listening to me Uh, to the next episode. And uh, well, take care. Bye.